Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. This is your unscripted, unedited podcast about working in the marketing and advertising world. Your hosts and marketing professionals, Victoria Yassam and Nicole Hearn, give you the good, the bad, and the ugly truth about what they deal with on a daily basis. Hey y'all, Victoria here. I wanted to hop on real quick and just give you guys a heads up that the episode you're about to listen to is phenomenal, but it was in editing that we realized that there were a couple technical difficulties, so the audio might not be where you're used to, but I'm telling you, it's definitely a good listen. Stay tuned, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. I'm Victoria. And I'm Nicole. And today... Jesus, Nicole. Um, today, we have a really exciting guest that's in studio with us, aka the Red Ball headquarters, the Red Ball office. Um, so we want to say hi real quick to Brie. Hi, guys. Hi. hi. I'm so happy to be here. So Brie is a friend of mine and Nicole's and um, literally has talked both of us off the ledge numerous times. <laughs> so many times, so many times. And it's just unbelievable the amount of knowledge in this woman's head. Like, it's unreal. So we want to share her with you. So Brie, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us like what you do real quick? And then, guys, I've got such a good story to tell you. I can't wait to hear. Okay. <laughs> so I'm Brianna Henley. My company is Achievement Coaching. I do business coaching, which both of you know. And mm-hmm. I help small and medium-sized business owners to grow their business and figure out their time engage their team and again grow their money so all those things love it and apparently talk people off ledges all day long love it love it you know for those of you watching on video (laughs) i'm literally sharing a mic with nicole yes and i'm gonna hit her in the face probably at least once try to get it back over to her it's okay what a mess um so y'all i literally let me tell you what happened yesterday last night actually so for those listening at home we, I have a client that I don't work with anymore and, um, we've actually talked about them on this podcast before, but yeah. So her and her husband are friends of mine on Facebook. Well, I'm going through my Facebook feed and I'm like, I'm just going to clean it up and unfollow a bunch of people because I don't want to follow you anymore. And I'm tired of seeing your name. Right. So <laughs> we'll talk about that. Why you, you should and should not do that on another podcast. <laughs> not even kidding. This is like real life right now. So I'm laying in bed um, last night and I go to unfollow this male person who has done nothing but like, God, he's just so difficult to deal with. But anyway, uh, Mark Zuckerberg thought it was a good idea to put the option for video call next to the option for unfollow. So I hit video call (laughs) and called this asshole at 945 last night. And I'm like, delete, delete. Like, I'm like hitting the bar. Like, I can't, I can't. And um, I texted. Yeah, I have a friend who has also had not a good experience with this particular couple. And I said, you don't know fear until you video call X person's name at at night when you mean to unfollow that. Oh, my God. Did they answer? (laughs) No, thank God. But it was like the little chat button. Mm-hmm. had like nine minutes in bright green writing so he had seen me video call and I'm like fuck <laughs> literally I was like fuck my life so Sam a girl that used to work for me who had to, had to deal with this account like I'm telling you the pain was real for this um 
I texted her last night. I was like, you will never believe what I just did. And she goes, stop it. I was like, no, a hundred percent. I did this. Like what is wrong with me? I would be sweating so bad. Oh, I felt sick to my stomach. Like, I thought I was just sweat. Up. I'm sweating right now. Just thinking about doing <laughs> that to somebody, especially like a client. I just fired. It was like, yeah, no, pre- like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And I've been to a couple events where this couple in particular, like they'll talk to my husband who's standing this close to me, will not talk to me. Like this close? Yeah. Like as close like as this, Like this close? I think my breast smells okay. No, you're fine. I would tell you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, I like lost my freaking marbles. So I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be sick. I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> well, um, quick story for me. I didn't, I didn't do that. Thank God. Thank God you did. And I didn't. Um, I don't really have that much to say. All I will tell you is, and I won't go on a long tangent about my day yesterday, but when you're going to the gym early in the morning, um, please lock your doors because somebody's usually watching you because I had the pleasure of somebody breaking into my car, cracking all four windows, stealing my wallet, my lovely purse, my AirPods, the cord that I needed to do this podcast today with, my tampons, my lip gloss, (laughs) the lotion that makes my hands better after doing the rowing machine at the gym. Um, yeah. And really at the end of the day, all they had to do was open the door because they were unlocked and I left my keys right there for them to steal the car. So really, um, I, you could have just done yourself a favor and just kind of, you know, not even damaged the car and just hopped on right on in there and took the car. Actually, it would have been better you taking the car than taking all those other things. But, you know, so just lock your cars, you know, don't do what I do. Don't be irresponsible. You know, we have the locks on there now. We have, we can lock our car from our keys our little key fobs. So, you know, that was my story, but you know what? All things are replaceable. Not a big deal. Nobody was hurt. I think the only thing that really bothers me the most is that I had a a bank account for 24 years. (laughs) I had to open up a new one and now I have access to nothing, literally nothing. All I wanted to do today was get a Red Bull and I couldn't do that because even my digital wallet couldn't buy me a Red Bull because all my cards <laughs> are currently locked. So thank you, ma'am or sir out there. I hope you're enjoying my Tory Birch and my Michael Kors stuff and my tampons. Um, and your mic cord. And my mic cord and my hand lotion um, and my AirPods. Um, yeah, so that was my story. Yeah, so anyways, there you go. I gotta mm-hmm. tell you, I think it's irresponsible on the thief's part not to just open the fucking door like if he would have just tried to open the door instead of cracking your windows it would have saved uh, a lot of time i know right? now i have to get all those windows replaced yeah so you know whatever i'm safe it's all great it's all good well speaking of time mm-hmm. yes we are um well no not even not even like like the podcast time but more like brie can help us figure out like how to deal with time oh. what is it time team and money tampons yeah time team and money is something time, that we hear brie talk about all the time and um i think that's a really good segue into getting into our interview today mm-hmm. sure. yeah 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 um so brianna love calling you brianna when i'm being I serious so weird so tell us how did how did you start this process? Because I I've known you from the other side of the world that you you know you were in, but now you're an owner. Now you're you're coaching. You know, but tell us how you decided you want to do that. You know, when you started, give us a little bit of lay of the land of sure of the coaching. The coaching. <laughs> well, I have been in operations and HR for over twenty years. I say HR, I say that loosely. So I've managed people, contracts 
for a really long time for small companies and big companies, and that's hiring, firing, recruiting, and everything in between. So fun. So much fun. And my parents were entrepreneurs too. So I knew what it was like to be a child of parents that each had their own company. When things were good, damn, they were really good. Mm -hmm. When things were bad, they were really bad. Yeah. So the the cool part about being a coach that attracted me was there's so many different entrepreneurs that just need a sounding board. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. didn't have Google back in the 80s. They didn't even have the internet. We had barely a dial modem. So being able to not only be that sounding board for people, but you know, I'm not family. I'm not, I don't have a bias. I don't care what you do with your decision that you, right. you choose to make. So, um, so with that being said, a friend came to me and said, Hey, I know you do all the, you know, personal development stuff. And I always like talking to you. I'd like for you to be my business coach. And I'm like, okay, well, let me, Give me a second. Let me. And, but I've been, I had been thinking about it for actually, Ooh, somebody's got, you know, I've been thinking about it for about five years prior. And I looked into some coaching, other coaching things. I'm like, all right, this is it. So off I went, started my business with a client. It was two years ago and here I am. Well, congratulations on the two year mark. And you know, it's funny because I know you because of our kids playing, you know, yeah. baseball when they, they're on different teams now, but they were, when they were younger and I've always said to you, like, you were always kind of like the neutral, this like oh, nucleus man. who kind of just like bopped around the baseball field, but like, she never got mixed in the drama. Like she kind of like listened to it and then she might have like a little opinion, but she was smart about who she'd share her like thoughts with. She's still like that. I wish I kind of am envious of and, <laughs> but she would never like, you know, she never teetered one way or the other. She was very neutral. So I feel like this industry and this profession is perfect for you because you can see things for what they are and not be biased, like you said. So, you know, I feel like when it comes to coaching, we all have a different opinion about it and we've had different experiences with coaching (laughs) and there's not just business coaches, but there's life coaches. So what do you think one is the most common, you know, myth about being a coach in general or, you know, maybe misconception or, so judgment I, yeah. or so, may I find some other words too? <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like I hear it all the time. Um, I think Victoria is actually the one that I heard, heard it all the time. More. She's all like, the time. don't call it coaching, call it consulting. Oh God, coaches. Oh God, they make me so uncomfortable. They're so skeevy. They're so this, they're so but that. Like, so I said it earlier before we started the podcast. I'm like, <laughs> look, if you want to be a coach, great. But don't come at me after you've been a stay at home mom for 15 years and you don't have any experience in business. And you're like, I'm going to teach you how to do all the things. I'm like, sit the fuck down. Like I do not have the patience for that. I had to unfollow. She was a business coach or a life coach or some shit. Literally. Oh my God. My blood is boiling. Just thinking about it. Every post on her Instagram was like, I find hearts everywhere. And she would look for hearts in like rocks on the floor and clouds in the sky. I'm like, Oh my God. Do you need to be put away? Do you need to be put away? So this is what started it. This is what all started. I I unfollowed her the right way. Did not video call her. Yes. Thank God. Um, but for real though, like it, I think the the thing for me is like, if you don't know what you're talking about and you're just going to manifest this shit out of your ass, like you're going to hurt people and you're going to hurt their business. But that's why I do like Brie because Brie actually knows what the fuck she's talking about. And like, it's a different story. Well, thank you. So I had to defend I myself that. because 
I do hate coaches. God, I hate that word. <laughs> Unless you're coaching football. It's amazing I'm even sitting here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, but I look, I think the reality of it is, is that, you know, you're scared of things that are uncomfortable, right? We talked yeah. about this before. You're scared of things you don't know. And it's, you kind of it's feel horrible. like when, exactly. Yeah. And when somebody feels like, when you say things like business coach or life coach, it immediately puts you in a box that you don't know what you're doing, right? You don't know what you're doing with your life. You don't know what you're doing with your business. So you need a coach. So if somebody recommends that, I mean, I remember when you slightly like just laid a little seed and was like, so there's this life coach. I'm like, I was like, no, no, like a life coach. I've been getting through life just fine. Like, I don't need her. Like, what are you talking about? And that, I mean, really though, and, and there's, yeah. a, there's a part of that because I've always been independent. I've mm-hmm. done things on my own. I feel like I've made it this far to navigate. People come to me for advice. What do I need? Yeah. I don't need anybody. I mean, really that has been up. That's been my mindset for so many years up until yeah. now, but then I like sat down and I did the whole thing. So I'm, I'm in that process, but I can understand like what Victoria is saying, where there's this oh, like, yeah. it's scary. Then you have to be vulnerable. Then you have to trust another person. And I yeah. think a lot of that negativity behind it is simply just like not trusting, right? Which so yeah. many of us don't. So tell us like how you deal with that objection of this world of like Ugh, coaches. Well, it's so I am in contact with so many awesome people, awesome coaches that their focus is the care of their clients. They mm-hmm. know that they can help them and everybody needs a coach, whether you need a, a coach in wellness and working out and fitness. If you are focused on getting better, being a better person, mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with having, there's nothing wrong with having a coach. So sorry, I'm I'm backing around. So there's nothing wrong with having a coach. If you want to take it to the next level, you need that accountability. And you, there are people out there that can help you take you, help take you to that next step. So if you're talking about a professional athlete, Tiger Woods, I think he's got 12 different coaches for everything that he does. Yeah. Right. Well, if he's got 12, what's wrong with you getting one for your business? Right. As long as you connect with them. And again, it comes down to that connection. If you don't trust them, if you don't like them, if you don't know them, then don't work with them. Find somebody that's going to be a good fit mm-hmm. for you. And and just like in working with any of your businesses, find the person that's going to be a fit for you. Yeah. <laughs> and you, so like me and Nick are literally sharing a mic right now because the way that we're set up, we can't get three mics hooked into one computer. So I'm like raising my hand. I'm like, I have a question. Um, so for everyone listening, like for, Nick and I are lucky, lucky. Nicole and I are lucky enough to have you in our lives and to have you in our corner. And we are so grateful for that. And for everyone who is like, oh, this sounds great. Like, how do people vet coaches? Like, what would you recommend on what they should be looking for when it comes to finding someone that they can actually start working with? Yeah. So first of all, figure out what you need a coach for. If you're having issues with sales, then maybe you need a sales coach. If you're having a hard time with your strategic planning and you want to figure out where the heck am I going? I know I need something. I'm not quite sure what it is. Having conversations with different coaches, maybe not life coaches right away if it has to do with your business, but other business coaches, they're out there. All you got to do is Google. That's how some, some people find me just through networking and things like that. But ask the questions like, what do you do? What is your philosophy? How do you help your clients? Um, what, like when I walk away from our 
our time together, what should I have tangible? Should I have a plan that I can work without you being there? Can I, what can I, what can I, again, you love spreadsheets. So what can I walk away with? So ask those questions and figure out what feels right to you. You guys are, you're smart women. You have intuition. You know, when you work with clients, it, it's going to be a good client. It's the same with the coach. You just use your intuition. Hey, if this is a good fit, great. If not, then hang out with them for a couple times and then be done. Like it doesn't hurt anybody. I think those are good points. Tell us like the qualifiers, right? So when you're going to bring on a new client, because we yeah. talk about new clients all the time and it's probably a little different for you than us. And even Victoria and I have different ways that we qualify like a good client. What are yeah. what are the qualifiers for you? What are you looking for? And why would one not need a coach? Some people think they might need one, yeah. but then they're not willing to do, it. do one, two, and three, four. Right. So tell us. Yeah. So I've had, I think we all have, we've had some, some clients that come to you for your services, but once you hold them accountable, number one, they don't do what you're asking them to do. They don't do the homework. They don't do the work. And they come back and say, well, coaching doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I've learned is if I'm having a conversation with a client and they are honestly interested in doing better, they want to take their business to the next level. And they're giving me examples of the different things that they're doing in their life, how they're changing, then I want to work with them because that means mm -hmm. they're willing to do what it takes to get to that next level. If all they do is complain and everything is negative and my family did this and my whatever did this and my clients did this and then, then it might not be a fit. You might, you might need to go somewhere else and I'll, I'll try people out. At first, but if it's after like, I'd say probably after about a month or so, you know, we know, they know, and I know, and we just have a conversation. Do you, do you think that the business side of the coaching also kind of crosses path with the personal side of coaching? Because, you know, even though there's a life coach and there's a business coach, I feel like the conversations would immediately be like, well, what do you, sure. how are things here? Right. Yeah. Yes. It always does. So again, it comes down to your mindset. That's a huge part. What are your goals as an individual, as a mom, as a wife, as a parent? Those parts are extremely important for who you are as a person. Absolutely. So it does come into play. Now, you know, you've done life coaching. You've done business coaching. I have. And I love it all. And I love you coaches. Yeah. I love my coaches. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've done life coaching too. And life coaching you're digging deeper in a different mm -hmm. way. So mm -hmm. life coaching is where you're breaking down, you're identifying paradigms, mm -hmm. things that blocks for you in order for you to move forward in your life and your conversations and your trusting and your, and not to say that we don't talk about that in the business coaching, but business coaching, it's more the fundamentals. So mm -hmm. let's look at your finances. How are you keeping track of your books? Is it just through your accountant? Do you know what money is coming in? Do you know what money is coming out? Do you know what happens if you increase your revenue by 10%? What difference does that make to your bottom line? Do you know what it looks like to hire somebody to keep an employee engaged? All those things of the basic business fundamentals. That's what business coaching is. And we'll break into that other stuff that, hey, you might have a problem with conflict. Okay, well, I've got a, I've got a sheet for that. So we can, <laughs> yes, she, yes, she that. does. Yes. <laughs> many sheets. Many sheets. <laughs> so is life coaching the same thing as therapy? Cause I'm definitely in therapy. 
<laughs> I feel like it compliments therapy. I do too. Yeah. I do too. I, I think with what Brianna was saying, I think it, I've, I've done therapy and I, it was for a very short window of time. And I feel like with therapy, I'm going and I'm regurgitating all my emotions onto one person. And they're looking mm-hmm. at me with a blank stare in hopes that everything I just put out there on the table um, relieves me of whatever, you know, insecurities or worries that I'm having where I feel like, and, and so, and I'm sure other people have different experiences with mm-hmm. therapy. So I'm not downplaying therapy, but for me, life, the life coach aspect has made me force me to look at every pillar in my life. Because when I first started it with the life coach, I was all about business, 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 business. And I wasn't allowing myself to think how my relationship with my husband can affect my business, how my relationship with my kids, or that there were weaknesses in those areas. And that it kind of all, you know, I talk about your business. Exactly. And like, I always talk about things are full circle in my business. Like how, if you're doing TV, if you're doing this or SEO and PPC, but it's like, I wasn't actually attributing that to my life either. So I feel like honestly, I am a very strong willed. I can be very hard. And I'm telling you, like, if I can do life coaching and see it, then I think anybody can, because I'm definitely that person who's like, I've been through it. I got it. I'm the person who gives advice to my friends. I don't need advice. And at least that's how it felt even up to, and my whole way of thinking is completely different. It like has made me a better person, but it takes time and you have to be vulnerable and you have to be. And I think that's whether it's on the business side or the, or the life coaching yeah. side. So that's just, yeah, we've got a great opinion. life coach for you too. Yes. Tamara. So Tamara, Tamara Wolf. Yes. She's yeah, amazing. Anyway, she's amazing. So we both them. Yeah. Great. Cool. <laughs> um, but, but she gives you tools. So again, it, it all comes down to any type of coaching. It's giving you tools and holding you accountable. Mm-hmm. Period. That's it. Mm-hmm. Tools and accountability. Agree. But you gotta do the work. No one wants to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to do the work. Um, well, Brie, this is a marketing and advertising podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about how you use it in your business, how you tell your clients to use it in their business. Oh yes. And the pain points. Like what are what are the pain points? Oh, you points? gotta talk into the mic. I well I I don't if if you hear me in the background, you'll still hear me. Um <laughs> poor Tom is probably like, What is my life? <laughs> She's saying um but like what are what are your oh, I'd like to hear like so how you're utilizing nice. advertising and marketing yeah. in your business and what are the pain points? Like you know, because we're in it, right? But I'd right. love to hear like your side of the business where you're maybe look you're working with other vendors yes. or you're learning the process of it on your own. So. Yes. Well, yeah, yes and yes. So for myself personally, I think I did not want to have anything to do with social media. And both of you know this. <laughs> you both know this. I'm like, free, free, free. You gotta, you gotta get involved. So I came up with this thing called the achievement minutes. Mm-hmm. And I started doing it on YouTube. And Instagram, I guess it went to YouTube, then went to Instagram. And it's something that I've been pushing a lot of my kind of the beginning of my courses with some of the trainings that I'm doing. And that achievement minute and posting on social media has exponentially increased awareness of my business because when I'm out there doing stuff, people are like, oh, you're working your business. Uh, Oh, I was wondering what you were doing. Those are the actual conversations that mm. people said, Oh, I'm I'm glad you're finally working your business. Like, I've been working my business. What are you talking about? I'm networking like crazy. I'm doing all this stuff, but I wasn't doing it on social. Mm. And people pay attention. 
people pay attention. So, and I know you guys know this, but when it comes to sales and, and marketing, there's two different kinds. It's farming and hunting. Hunting is that cold calling is that you're going out there, you're pounding the pavement, you're talking to people, immediate results, right? Boom, boom, boom. Farming is social media. <laughs> it's going to take a little bit of time. It might be six months. So you get an ROI it might be nine months, might be a year, but it will happen. You just have to put in that time. So, so, so I'm finding <laughs> <laughs> when I'm talking to my clients, it's coming down to encouraging them to do that if they haven't started to do it. And I have this great tool. It's a spreadsheet, by the way. It's it's a tactical marketing plan. So it's being able to take all the different types of marketing and holding our clients accountable to say, okay, how many people did you reach out to? How many posts did you put out there? How many people did you talk to? Being able to have that number and actually do a return on investment, do an ROI. How many people did you actually speak to on the phone? How many of those people actually became your client? If you're not going out and reaching those people, then you're not doing what you need to do. And that's a great way to be able to see their actions and what they're doing. So as far as for me and my business, as well as for my clients, just encouraging them. Again, it comes down to doing the work. You got to get the numbers up there. And if the numbers aren't working, you got people that you're talking to on the phone and you're not able to close, then you got to be able to tweak to figure out. Then that turns into a sales conversation. So. Is there any platform that you tried to use that you found wasn't successful for your particular business outside of social media? Um, no, because I've actually gotten business from everywhere. Like I used Alignable. I know it's so weird. Ooh, fun fact. Um, <laughs> I, I am knew, actually, I where this going. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually up for nomination for Alignable Bel Air South or North's 2023 Small Business Person of the Year. Good. I love that. Congrats. I Yay. Was, well, I didn't even know until I, this keeps happening to me. I keep getting nominated for shit and, and I'm just like, oh, Okay, so <laughs> I literally awesome. check my email and it's like, are you ready to win 2023 small business, blah, blah, blah. And I keep getting emails from Alignable that I don't read. So I clicked on it and I was well, like, now you gotta start reading. Huh. yeah, I was like, huh, I'm Yay! number two. I'm number two. I had two votes. And the person <laughs> in front of me had three votes. I said, fuck this shit. So I sent it to a bunch of people. I was like, y'all. By the way, I have to do that today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I think I've got like eight votes right now. Like the vote numbers are so small. I was like, if I don't win this, I'm I'm a failure at life. Like, I don't understand. But anyway, pro proceed. No, but alignable. I got a client right off the bat at alignable. Love it. Um, YouTube. I don't have very many followers, but that kind of links into Insta. I have not gotten anything from Insta, but I know it's pushing things forward. Facebook. I did a 75 day challenge. That has kind of gotten the AI. I think you forward. in the last like two months have really started it. I mean, really, right? Putting yourself out there and it's more like a year. <laughs> it's way more than that. But see, but that's that's again, it, it just time. really started. It takes time. But yeah, that's how oh, social totally. media works. Mm -hmm. Sorry. So that's how social yeah, media farming. works. Yeah. It's farming. Yeah. Like it it takes Oh, and saying this from doing it for a long time. Yeah. It takes most of the time, like a year, if you're not putting like ad spend yes. behind it. Like substantial. Well, I'm talking like not even like ads. 20 bucks a day. Like unless you are throwing like Nicole size dollars at it, yeah. like it is mm -hmm. just not like 
and you can get in front of people, but it's, if you start, I guess what I'm trying to say is if you start a brand new page or a brand mm-hmm. new campaign, yeah, it's going to take a long time to get there. But cool. like, I think hearing, cause actually somebody came up to me in a networking group. She does the same thing that I do. And she goes, do you find that your customers are saying that social media doesn't work? And I'm like, no, because we set the expectations and say like, look, if you're doing what you're going to pay for you to do, yeah, it's going to take a while. Like, I think it was you, Brie, who said like social media is not a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Heck. yeah. So, but like for anyone yes, like, listening, is. like really it's oh a gosh. testament though, because you're, you've been doing it for a year now. Yeah. Um, cause I remember when we first started talking about it, like on my couch, like a year yeah, and a half like, ago. I need help. Victoria, <laughs> I need help. Yeah. So we did like mini avatar workshop and like went through. Is your avatar still the same as it was a year ago? Yeah, it is. It is? Yeah. Love that. I know. I know. Well, in from our conversation, not just that, but when I first started in business, I was paying $700 a month for somebody to do my social media. 700 I wasn't making that Why didn't you tell money. me that? I would have been like, that is ridiculous. Well, yeah. and then I ended up canceling it, and then I did nothing, which was a huge mistake. But again, for me, it was a learning experience. And I feel like the things that we talked about. So I I was looking at a post. Who was it? Reese Witherspoon. She had, she was, I love love her. her. (laughs) She was talking about somebody had come to her about, you know, having confidence to do something. And her advice was, it's not the confidence in doing the thing. It's just the confidence in starting. And I talk about that all the time with my clients. It's not it's not having the confidence to, to be doing the thing. You just have to get going, take that step, take that one minute, take five minutes, take 10 minutes to do whatever it is. Nobody's paying attention. Well, it's to like going to the gym yeah. because nobody's going to the gym fit. No. You know, you just get in there for 10 minutes, get in there for a half hour. Get By in the there way, for... people, nobody's looking at you. Nobody cares. Nobody really. cares. They're looking at themselves. If they're in the mirror, they're looking at themselves. Except for the girl that was at the gym when I went the other day. And this girl is straight dancing on the treadmill. I am not even kidding you. She has some. And my trainer and I were both like, this is real, right? You see this? She is straight, like, throwing her hands, like, dancing. like She's like, I feel good. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like, this girl was going nuts the entire time we were at the gym. She was lifting weights. Well, here's the thing is like, Victoria dudes. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) If you're doing that shit and I'm trying to work out and you're distracting me because I'm judging you, you need to stop. (laughs) And we'll say that later. (laughs) What not to do at the gym when you're going with Victoria. (laughs) So give us like a a productivity hack that you would like, you know, something that you would like, if you, if you didn't know us and we were like, we both didn't have coaches or we yeah. both were just new. You like give us like one thing that's like we could start today, even if we didn't have a coach, that you would say, Look, do this today, and I can guarantee it'll help oh my gosh. In your business. So I, I've got three actually. They're the well, we asked for one three topics, but they all go together. <laughs> okay. So the first one is eliminate. Oh yes, eliminate. The second one is delegate. Oh yeah. That's one thing I struggle with. The third one is automate. So a lot of times in our business, we like to do it all. We we're working in our business. We're working on our business and we don't have time to show anybody else to do anything. Mm -hmm. But as we know, as moms and wives, it's not just us in our business. So we handle our kids. We do the shopping. We do the cooking. We do the cleaning. We do all those things. Do you have to do all those things? No. Right. So can you eliminate maybe cleaning? And you and I have had this conversation. Yes. Eliminate cleaning. Can you eliminate cooking? 
can you eliminate taking the kids, picking them up back and forth? That might be something you enjoy. So maybe you don't want to eliminate that. I know it's got to work within your core values of what you want, Mm -hmm. but there are things that you can take off your plate and put it on somebody else's that you don't have to do that frees you up. So a really cool hack for that is if you want to know the return on investment of that, figure out how long it takes you to do something. Yeah. So say clean your house. How long does it take you to clean your house? I clean it all the time. So okay. I don't know. If you, okay, whatever. let's just say four hours. Okay. Four hours. I don't know. Four hours. Four hours. terrible. When you four put it in a time, time block. It's so frustrating. Anyway, four hours. So if you take your salary, mm-hmm. like if you're doing it, you're paying yourself to clean your house, mm-hmm. take your salary, people at home and divide it by two, zero, eight, zero, two, zero, eight, zero. Right, Danielle. And that's what your hourly rate is going to be for the year. (laughs) Danielle in the back. (laughs) So 2080, sometimes it's 2088, sometimes it's 2080. That includes um, vacations. It includes all the hours, but they're technically the working hours within a year. So if you take your salary divided Mm -hmm. by 2080, that is your hourly rate. You tack that hourly rate times four hours. Okay. And then you take what a house cleaner would cost, Mm -hmm. which might only be $90, $120 for two hours or an hour and a half. And you tell me if it's worth it. Can you send that to us? Yes, so I can, I can share that with our people. A- absolutely. Okay. So that's a great You lost me at 2080. 2080. That was 20 years. Uh, anyway, just take your hourly rate. Is it <laughs> is it worth or is it worth you spending that much I, on a highly expensive house cleaner that probably is as good as maybe somebody else coming in? I'm just saying. And that's with anything. That's I think what, I've gotten better in my personal life about yeah. delegating and mm-hmm. eliminating. I think with business it's a little bit still a challenge up yeah, to this point for me. Time. So we need to time. eliminate delegate delegate automate. Automate. Oh yeah, automate. I totally believe so, in that. Yeah. So automating mm-hmm. everybody automates their bills, right? right? Automate your bills. You can automate your groceries, Instacart. I guess. That's like eliminate, delegate, and automate. That's mm-hmm. Instacart. I have a question about that. Sure. What happens when you let Target tell you what you need instead of you telling Target what you need? You should see a therapist. <laughs> I am. There's not enough hours in the day. Guys, it's gotten to the point where... Well, where does Target tell you what you need to buy? Suggestions. Um, she takes that guys, that. take a look at half of the shit in this oh, office. I, mean, I go into Target and it's like... This looks like Target. This is what you need. So it's gotten... It does to, look like Target. Yeah, right? <laughs> but like, no, I mean, all kidding like aside. Um, yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's practical, like, but I think those also are good too, three tips. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's also like what makes sense for you. Like we do a lot of like BJ shopping and it's like, I don't remember what I need until I get there sometimes. Like honestly, mm-hmm. but, but also like automating bills, like, Oh my God, that's like a no brainer. So automate easy. your client invoices to where it's subscription yes, based every yeah. single month. I do, I that, do that too. I do that. We don't not do that. Yeah, You have to do that at all. Yeah. Automation for bills is essential. You're guaranteed to get paid. Mm-hmm. It makes your account, your accountant happier. Less time you know for you're you. getting your money. Yeah. yeah. And that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. ACH, credit yeah. card fees. That's a whole nother thing. And so the automation piece also comes into social media because you set up yes. your social media ahead of time. You automate it. You don't have to think it was like set it and forget it. 
Yes. Well, I, I think you've done a great job with it all. I think you're Thank doing you. a great job with the coaching. I'm not surprised at all that you've gotten into this business. I'm actually thrilled because you're my friend. Let <laughs> 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 me pick your brain and also pay you for it. Um, I appreciate but no, it. I, I think you're doing great. Is there an ideal um, client out there for you? Is there, you know, I'm giving you an opportunity to plug yourself here. So yeah. is there somebody, you know, what's ideal to you? Not necessarily an avatar, but a, you know, a group or a category. Yeah. So I haven't niched down necessarily. I, I work with clients who are, they have their own, um, insurance agencies, bookkeepers, um, a media group, uh, another other coaches. So, so what I'm finding is my ideal client or my person is, um, you guys, right. Mm -hmm. Women who have children who are married, who've been divorced and remarried and have their own companies. And on the flip side, I also work with other individuals who have multi-million dollar companies, but have multiple companies and are, mm-hmm. not, and are trying to really focus on what their priorities are from day to day. So it's like the solopreneur, female entrepreneur, and then multi-companies figuring out how to really prioritize time block and what needs to be most important. Okay. All yeah. Right. Well, if, if you could go back to your 18 year old self, yeah. What advice would you give her? I like these types of questions. Oh my gosh, I don't think I can say it on here. Well, you know, um, Margaret Walters what did advice die, would so I... you could be the next Barbara Walters. <gasps> God, that would be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a great question. And I, I'm, I know I saw these questions, but I don't even think, right? You even yeah, sent it to me. I would say the one thing I would tell myself is to be true to myself and not be a people pleaser. Mm. Um, one of the things I'm not good at, or in the past I haven't been good at actually I'm working on is setting boundaries. And I feel like you're, you're very good at that, Nicole. You're, yes. You're fantastic at that. And, and that's actually probably one of the great things that I love about coaching is, you know, I time for me, time is my, we, I struggle with time. Yes, you do. So I do struggle with time. <laughs> And my kids will tell you that too. I like cramming as much as possible into a minute. Like if I can take an hour and cram it all in there and I, I've in the past, I've, my family said that I've gotten a lot better actually. So, so I've, I've found that if I reverse engineer the things that I say I'm going to do, all right, how long does it take for me to get there? I want to make sure I've got a five, five, 10, 15 minute buffer. That way I can you know, make sure I'm on time, any issues that we have, not on time will be early, then my life will be easier. My kids' lives will be easier. Everybody will be happy. So I feel like the coaching piece is almost bringing all of my life experiences together that I can take what I've learned Mm -hmm. and help others. And at the same time, be able to work on, you know, pleasing people to a point, but being able to to help people, servants to your achievement. That's my tagline, right? Mm -hmm. Provide the GPS to your business success. I will bend over backwards to help my clients do whatever I can to make sure that they're successful. But at the end of the day, it's up to them to do the work. So understanding and consulting, you do the work. In coaching, your client does the work. So that's what the differentiation is. So being able to be there for my client, guide them, in any way that they ask me to and be able to provide suggestions. But at the end of the day, it's them doing it. And they 
are the ones that get to reap the benefits of all the good stuff that they've done. So that's the that's the cool well, part. Well, there you go, folks. Yeah. You've heard it first. She will do anything. Anything to spell. For her clients. <laughs> she was there to help. She's there to do anything for you. No, this you. was really fun, though. I think we got a lot of good insight on your business. Yeah. On what you do, your services, and you know, how can someone find you who's looking for what you do? Sure. They go to Achievement Coaching, A C H I E V A N T Coaching.com. And you can, I'm at Achievement Coaching with Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, all the places. And um, right now, I've got a free goal setting workbook so you can go online and you can figure out how to smash your goals for 2023 and become a part of the 21 day sprint challenge. And if you like hearing what I have to say here, I've got more motivational stuff to get you going and meet your goals. Love that. Yeah. Check out our website. Guys, we have some exciting stuff coming up for 2023. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Website is almost complete. We've got TikTok rolling out here soon. If it, if it ever stops fighting me, because mm-hmm. I literally have made TikTok a million times in my life. And for some reason, when I try and do it for Mad Girl, it keeps putting me on like the kids' TikTok, which I don't understand. You should never be on the kids' TikTok. Dude, I'm telling you. like <laughs> I can't, But anyway, so... <sighs> I will uh, hopefully have that up soon. YouTube is going to be up and running here. Um, but, you know, stay tuned. We've got a lot of good stuff coming. All the things. Rate and review. All great we uh, want five-star reviews. If it's less than that, don't leave it. We don't want it. But, Nicole, you want to give them our social handles? Oh, if you have any comments about Brianna with Achievement Coaching, email us at madgirlsinmarketingpod at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn at madgirlsinmarketingpodcast. Thank you, guys. And until next time, stay mad about marketing.